All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is Leafs Morning Take with Nick Alberga and Jay Rosehill. Now we've got a fight started here right off the bat with Rosehill. 30 minutes of live, non-stop Leafs talk starts now. And away we go for the Friday edition of Leafs Morning Take. Nick Alberga flying solo on this frisky Friday, but do not forget, three hits with Rosie is coming up in about five minutes from now. Rest assured, I watched it over. He is fired up with the way this Maple Leafs team is playing right now. 5 nothing victory against the Los Angeles Kings. We're going to break that down. Remember to subscribe, tap that like button, leave us a review wherever you're checking us out. And don't forget to visit theleafsnation.com for the very latest happening on all things Toronto Maple Leafs. Put up a, uh, a post-game report last night, so make sure to check that out. And a lot of fantastic and uh, innovative content on the website, so make sure to go there, check it all out, and get prepped for the uh, weekend's festivities, including the game on Saturday night. Nazem Kadri and the Calgary Flames will be in town to take on the Toronto Maple Leafs. Thoughts, comments, concerns, or questions? Drop us a line in the chat down below here on YouTube, and we'll get to later on. Uh, get to it, excuse me, later on in the show. Got a guest on today's show as well, uh, Luke Fox, of Sportsnet and Sportsnet.ca, who covers the Maple Leafs on a daily basis. We'll drop by in about ten minutes from now. We'll break it down. I'm just always so curious as somebody who covers a team on a daily basis. What is different about this Maple Leafs team? You know, what sets them apart? A look at the goaltending situation. There's a lot to cover here with Luke Fox in mere moments. In about 10 minutes or so, again, three hits with Rosie is coming up. But for now, we're going to get over the boards. 
My goodness, what an outing. Even uh, the Biebs, Justin Bieber and Haley Bieber were in attendance for this one. And what a great game to pick. I know it's Los Angeles. I know Austin Matthews, his buddy, was playing. But a 5 nothing win for the Toronto Maple Leafs to extend their point streak to 13 games, 10-0-3. If you were wondering, the team record is 16 games. So they're three games shy of that. But this run is just so impeccable on so many fronts. And I honestly thought the lead was buried last night. Back-to-back -back shutouts. I can't remember the last time... The Leafs had that sort of distinguished honor. Uh, I know the goaltending has been a big story in this market for many, many years, but I've been really, really impressed with Matt Murray and, and specifically Ilya Samsonov. And I, I know he wasn't overly tested last night, makes 29 saves with the shutout. I think clearly the Leafs put the game out of reach in the second period when they erupted for four goals in like eight minutes. Like that was ridiculous. Uh, having said that, I, I thought they deserved better in the first period. I thought Jonathan Quick was the only reason it was a 0-0 game after one period of play. And then, of course, Toronto erupted in the second period the way they did. And uh, full marks. Like, they deserve that victory. They deserve to blow the Los Angeles Kings out of the water. I don't know what L.A. did on Wednesday night, but it was quite clear they were not ready to play the game. And the Leafs, on the contrary, were very, very ready. And, uh, you know, it's sort of interesting, too, because you look at the month of October, and we talked a lot, almost ad nauseum, about the starts the Maple Leafs were having. They just weren't good enough. And, like, it's tenfold. Way, way different here, especially as you move into the middle of December, where every game it seems like this team is ready. Meantime, Mitch Marner extends his point streak to 21 games. Again, the underlying story for me, and we talked about this yesterday with Rosie, is the fact that he's scoring goals again. 35 tucks last year. He's shooting the puck way more often. Um, not to get too far ahead of ourselves here, the Points Bet Canada bet of the day is coming up, but I ripped once again on Mitch Marner over two and a half shots on goal. It's a given. It's six straight games. He's done that. He's looking shot first, and it seems to have opened up everything else. I think on top of that, the chemistry unequivocally is back with John Tavares. Like It really, really is a lot of fun to watch right now what Marner and Tavares are putting forth. Austin Matthews scores his fifth goal in the last six games, 13 and 21. I know I had Buffalo Sabres fans trying to troll me, saying Tate Thompson scored five in one game, you know, four in one period, whatever. Whatever he did the other night against Columbus, I don't classify Columbus as an NHL team. No, I'm kidding. But again, it's it's tough to chirp Austin Matthews in terms of goal scoring when you look at the body of work, the resume the last couple of years. So they can have their fun with Tage Thompson, but Austin Matthews is starting to cook. And if you look at the Rocker Short conversation, if you were giving me Matthews and the field, I might still take Matthews if you can believe that. I think if you can sprinkle a bit of value in there, I think you look at that right now because I think Matthews at some point in time is going to catch fire. Don't forget last year, he was like 10 back of Leon Dry settled, then he went on an epic run. So I think you can never put that past Austin Matthews. Uh, Nick Robertson gets banged up as well. We'll talk about that with Luke. An injured shoulder looks like he'll miss significant time. And I thought the supporting cast was excellent once again last night. 13-0-1 now when David Comp scores a goal. Michael Bunting, a seven-game point streak. You get a rare Pierre Engvall snipe on the power play. Everything is going well for this Maple Leafs team right now. So, again, Luke Fox is coming up in about five minutes from now. For now, we're going to hear from Jay Rosell. <laughs> oh, my God. Where do I start? There should be seven hits with Rosie. But I only got three, so I got to start off. What a game. My God. Five Cobb against the LA Kings. Oh, 
dominant, man. Start to finish. Where were the Kings? Who's even on their team? I couldn't tell you. It was just a little blob of black and white jersey doing nothing all night thanks to the dominance of the Leafs. But number one, it's something they barely talked about in the broadcast. I mean, these goalies right now, they just went back-to-back shutouts. Different goalies, both their record. Like, it's scary good right now with these two, uh, Samsonov and Murray. You could not ask for better out of either of them. They're both channeling their best abilities as goalies, one being, you know, a recent first rounder and another being, you know, a Stanley Cup champion and, uh, you know, a guy with tons of experience under his belt. Name a better goaltending duo in the National League. I'll wait. I mean, look at the last two weeks or whatever of, of experience. And it is uh, it is quality stuff right now. Number two on Rosie's three hits. That fight, who says that fights don't inject energy into a game? There is none more obvious than tonight. I mean, when you're in the stands and a fight breaks out, you feel that little, ooh, what? everyone's watching and ex- you know excited to see what the hell is going to happen right in front of your eyes. It's no different than on the bench. And usually... You know, after kind of a slower first period or say you got, you know, the ice is tilted in your D zone and you can't get out. Nothing's going on. You're skating in quicksand. All of a sudden, boom, that fight happens. All that's gone and the game's up for grabs again. And, you know, with a big insurgent of energy on the bench, the next shift, you know, anything can happen. And what is it? Two minutes and there's three goals scored after that fight. And, you know, Zach Aston Reese buries a guy center ice. Beautiful hit. All shoulder. Didn't catch his head, which is almost impossible to do these days and no one throws the body anymore because you're scared of getting suspended. Buries him beautifully. Of course, he's got to fight because if you bury a guy that bad, you got to fight. Gets in a scrap. Obviously, everyone's kind of fired up. You're at home. You're on a tear right now and they uh, go and just annihilate the team, the shift in two after that to make it 3 nothing. ultimately a 5 nothing game. Unreal. Number three, I mean, this team right now, I'm, I'm not getting ahead of myself. I'm not... I'm not just like jumping on a bandwagon. I've been saying for a while these guys are starting to look more well-rounded and these are actual character wins. This isn't a fly-by-night, you know, so-and-so gets um, four goals and, you know, catches lightning in a bottle and you win a couple games and the schedule is kind of easy. It's like all across the board solid hockey from the goaltending to your stars. I mean, if if Austin Matthews isn't doing it, Marner's doing it. If one of those guys isn't doing it, you know, your your captain John Tavares is having a career year. If he's not doing it, Nylander's t- stealing the show. And it's just over and over again, every story with this team is positive and they're going in the right direction. They keep getting better and they're like embarrassing teams. And I'm not trying to get, you know, the the horse before the cart here, but I'm not claiming they're going to win the Stanley Cup, but when are you just going to like live in in reality like this team that is playing hockey right now is so goddamn deep and solid and we haven't had that in a long time. I know this team's been highly touted for, you know, certain years and they don't get it done and everyone says they have glaring holes in their game. They don't have a goalie. Their defense is just can't get it done. They're blowing leads. They're not deep enough. Whatever the case is, right now this all seems to be non-existent I really like this roster I really like the way they're playing I can't say what's going to happen in the future why would I even the guys in the room can't say what's going to happen in the future all you can say is what's going on right now and I'm challenging my man Nick Alberga right now to say that this team is much 
much better than the team last year, or at least the way they were playing, and that this year's playoffs are completely up for grabs. Do you agree, Nikki boy? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Holy shit. You, you would think Rosie's got like 15 years of broadcasting experience with that type of throw. No, Rosie, I don't agree. I know you're not there virtually and we'll have him back on the show on Monday. But to me, it's the same Maple Leafs team. Until I see it in the Stanley Cup playoffs, I'm going to keep beating that drum. Uh, so many thanks to Jay Rosehill. I uh, can confirm he doesn't smoke a bowl before doing that, by the way. That's just the energy and passion he brings on a, a, a weekly night, a weekly day. So uh, many thanks to Rosie. Love the start of three hits with Rosie. Always seems to bring it. Speaking of bringing it, so happy to bring in from Sportsnet and Sportsnet.ca, NHL writer, covers the Toronto Maple Leafs as well. It's the one and only Luke Fox. Foxy, what's going on, buddy? How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, yeah, it's it's been a nice run for the Leafs. Happy it's Friday. I got uh, my own shinny game coming up, so I'm excited about that. I'm doing well. I love that. So so I don't know how much you caught of what Rosie just said. Of course, he's my normal co-host, not here today, mm -hmm. but... It, you know what, like, it's it's tough to quantify, right? Because Rosie didn't cover this team. He hasn't covered this team, especially the way you have the last couple of years. Is it a different feeling in your opinion about this around this team right now? Well, the biggest difference for me, Nick, is the fact that they seem comfortable winning tight games. They're locking things down defensively. Like, they rank third overall in average goals against, um, which is really impressive. They rank third overall in team save percentage right now after the back-to-back -back shutouts from Matt Murray and Ilya Samsonov. So that, to me, um, is a positive sign because it's more indicative of the style you need to play to have success in the playoffs. Like their shot blocking and their commitment to defense has skyrocketed. And that was something that was always, you know, you, you don't want to put too much into shot blocks because there's the argument, hey, that means you don't have the puck and the other team's shooting it. But there was a lack of commitment to doing the physical things, sacrificing the body that needed to happen to make sure you hang on to a one-goal lead. And there's signs there over the past month and a half that they're more committed to that way of playing. And I think a huge credit goes to Sheldon Keefe and to the players. Like, And when I say defensively, I'm not just talking about 
the six blue liners on any, any given night. I think the forwards are more com- committed to playing defense. They're not cheating as much to go get their cookies. Uh, so I think that to me is the biggest positive sign because before they, they wanted to play the six, four game, run and gun, get as many points as they could, even if, even though that meant giving up a handful of goals at the other end and they've really sharpened it, it up on, in their own end without the puck. So that's a great sign. Oh, it is. And that's the most impressive thing to me. You hit the nail on the head is the fact you look at the personnel, Luke, out of this lineup. I cannot believe this team is 10-0-3 pretty much since the Hall of Fame game, right? That's the last time this team lost in regulation. With the personnel out of the lineup, it just doesn't make sense to me. How are they doing this? Is it all team defense? Is it goaltending? Is it a mixture? It's a mixture. I mean, it's it starts with the goalies, right? They're getting fabulous performances from both guys. For one, that's around the time that or a little after that, they both both got healthy, right? So you're not forced to play Eric Schalgren so much. I mean, he ended up carrying the load for the first month because either Murray um, or Samsonov was was hurt. Um, and uh, you know, all respect to him, like I think he did an admirable job, but he's a third string goalie like on a good team he should be in the ahl uh so that's number one both those guys are healthy and performing really well but uh the other thing is just the team defense it's the forwards but it's also the defensemen like i don't know who would have predicted you lose muzzin you lose riley you lose brody up until last night that this decor could carry the load like that and it's just been a revolving door mete's in one night uh, Mac Hollowell, of all people, gets called up and is forced to make his NHL de- debut and, and holds his own in sheltered minutes. But Mark Giordano, uh, who's one of the best bargains in the whole NHL, he's the oldest skater in the league. The only one older is, is Craig Anderson. And he plays net. Uh, just taking on huge responsibility, like top pair minutes. Justin Hall, who had a really rocky October, all of a sudden playing top pair minutes. Just fabulous work. Um, and then the big test to me was Rasmus Sandin and Timothy Lilligren. Uh, you know, Kyle Dubas kind of said when these injuries started piling up, we're going to see who's up for this challenge, who can handle a greater load and who can't. And those two young guys have really impressed me of late. And Sandin, like, don't forget, he got off to a rocky start, missed a large chunk of camp due to the the contract situation uh and then even when he got in the fold and was playing his confidence wasn't high he had some really costly giveaways early in the season but those two young guys have really taken a step and i think that's a a positive for them individually and for the organization because you need guys who are young and cheap especially the way they've structured things so uh the emergence of of the defense has been a massive story here and it's something we never could have forecasted, especially knowing what we knew about this team back in October to see where they're at here on, what, December 10th or so. Like, it really, really is scary at night and day uh, here with Luke Fox. Uh, just coming down from the NHL's Department of Player Safety, I'm not sure if you've seen this yet. Per Engvall will have oh. a hearing today for that high sticking on Sean Dersey. I love the local product, the former Leaf getting booed at Scotiabank Arena. What did you make of that play, and do you think he deserves a suspension here? Ah, it's a dangerous play. Um, it's kind of a funny situation because I think watching on TV might have been a different experience than if you were actually in the building. Mm-hmm. Not that he anyone deserves to get chopped in the back of the head, but Dersey <laughs> in, instigated uh, the the conflict twice. 
first it was down in the King's end. He was getting all up in Engvall's grill. Uh, then the ref and the linesman split them up. They end up at, at center ice there. Uh, and Dursey just won't let it go. Um, and I think Engvall is, isn't really that type of player. I don't think he meant uh, to cause any harm. And, and honestly, Dursey stayed in the game. He played the bulk of that major penalty. Uh, in my mind, sometimes the supplemental discipline is necessary when the guy isn't punished in game, but Engvall for one, got a major penalty for two, got booted out of the, that game. Um, you know, that might be punishment enough. I, I would, when I saw it, I was thinking, okay, this is probably going to be one of those maximum fine allowable situations. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what comes of it. Usually if a guy gets a hearing, he does get at least a game. So I wouldn't be surprised if he gets dinged for a game at this point. That's interesting. though. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I think it's going to be a game. But again, you're so right. Like even watching it in real time on TV, I'm like, holy shit, what did he do? And then watching the replay, I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. It was a bit of a joust. And I, in my opinion, the stick slipped a bit, but certainly worthy of of the call there. And again, uh, that was maybe the loudest I've heard Scotiabank Arena in a while. They were all over Sean Dursey. And it was great to see the reaction uh, from the parents as well. So Mitch Marner extends his point streak to 21 games. Uh, pretty simple question for you, Luke. Is Mitch Marner playing the best hockey as a Maple Leaf right now? I think so. Yeah, I think that's fair to say. Uh, you know, he played some some pretty excellent hockey in the second half of last season where he was just on fire. And I think, uh, you know, if we add up the points over a 20-game span or something, he probably had more points back then. But I, I just think his all-around game has never been sharper. It's incredible how dialed in he looks right now. Um, whether he has the puck and is trying to create offense, um, even though there's been quite a bit of turnover on his line and now Nick Robertson's out and, and there's going to, we're going to see some more fluctuation there, uh, or, you know, his penalty killing has never been, been greater and his commitment to back checking, uh, and breaking up plays. Like he is logging a lot of minutes, a lot of hard minutes. I actually had a little bit of a conversation with Zach Aston Reese and he's like, you, you don't really understand how exhausting it is to play power play and PK. Like it, it saps a lot of energy out of you. So he's doing that. Plus he's, you know, on a, in, in the top six on a five on five role. And it, he's just mesmerizing to watch. He is so zoned in and he's having so much fun and he has so much energy even after the game. It's kind of ridiculous. He's, He's really the life of that dressing room right now, and it's a bit contagious, I would say. It's it's spreading throughout, and his teammates are are really rallying behind him in this streak right now. If this continues, without question, it's not really being spoken about. Like, you know, I have a touch on things in the States. I interviewed Jason Robertson the other day. They're like, yeah, I interviewed Jason Robertson. has got this point streak going. I'm like, do you know Mitch Marner's got a longer point streak right now? But I think if this continues, certainly he's going to get involved in that heart conversation. One more, and I'll let you run. You mentioned the injury to Nick Robertson here. Um, do you think they look internally for a replacement? Like SDA makes a lot of sense, uh, makes his debut, didn't really notice him, didn't play very much. Does he elevate up the lineup or do you think they do something else here? Yeah, I, I'm wondering about SDA, if that was a one-game thing or if he's going to get recalled and he's going to get a longer run. I know the plan Saturday is, is simply to put Wayne Simmons in. Um, I think they're expecting a pretty gritty game with the Calgary Flames in town. Uh, you know, Daryl Sutter brand of hockey. So I don't think that's a, a bad move. Uh, I think Wayne Simmons as an everyday guy might be 
a tough sell at the at this stage in his career. Dennis Malgan kind of low key had a pretty nice bounce back game actually uh, against the Kings. So I think he stays in the lineup. I think immediate the immediate plan would just be to add Simmons. But I, I do wonder about you know some of the guys down in the system that maybe do a little look like Joey Anderson. The organization's been high on him. Does he get a little trial? Alex Steves, you know, I think he played about three games last season. Do they bring him up at some point and give him a look? It could be a, a revolving door situation. Uh, I think in in the near term, I think Dennis Malgan probably gets that top six spot. That after the Robertson injury, that he got elevated besides beside uh, Marner and Tavares. So I, I think that'll be his spot for now. But Sheldon Keefe certainly wants to keep some internal competition going. So I wouldn't be surprised if we see a rotation of Marley's getting called up because it looks like Nick Robertson's going to miss weeks, maybe months. Like uh, it. it Keith described it as a significant injury, and that's never yeah. good. Yeah, it really is unfortunate. Just can't seem to get his career on track, but we'll talk about that another time. And certainly looking forward to Saturday's game here against the Calgary Flames. Good luck in your beer league game. Thanks so much for doing this, bud. All right. Thanks for having me on, Nick. Take care. Anytime. You too. That is uh, Luke Fox of Sportsnet and Sportsnet.ca. Go check out his latest, latest article, excuse me, uh, covering the game last night. Luke is the absolute best. Had the privilege of uh, working with him for a couple of years. Had him on the program quite a bit. An absolute gem, salt of the earth, and can really, really bring it behind the scenes, which we love to see here on the show, headed to Beer League Hockey. With that in mind, the wrap-up is brought to you by our friends at Points Bet Canada. For those of you who know me, I love revenge and that narrative. And I might stay in on Friday night and watch the game Columbus and the Calgary Flames for so many reasons. I want to know what Columbus team shows up after. They were just absolutely spanked. And I mean spanked by Tate Thompson and the Buffalo Sabres. I'm 4-0 this week, so I'm going to let it eat for this pick uh, today. Calgary visiting Columbus, the Johnny Goodrow game, the first of two, of course. The next one will be the bigger one when he returns to Scotiabank Saddledome. But let me look at a... Goodrow assist. We're looking at minus 40 around there in terms of value and a Johnny Goodrow goal plus 210. That's some serious plus money when it comes to Johnny Goodrow. Again, I, I expect a bit of a response here uh, from the Calgary or from the Columbus Blue Jackets. So that's why I'm looking in the direction of Johnny Goodrow. I've been wrong before, but again, this is a severe heat check. He's playing his former team. He wanted to leave, signs elsewhere. Doesn't even go home anywhere close to home. So I'm going to look at Johnny Goodrow as 25 games played, nine goals, 19 assists, 28 points. And again, Columbus is coming off an embarrassing game. So Johnny Goodrow, just give me a point or something, a goal and assist. I'll take it. And it's a heat check for yours truly this week. So that's going to do it. Uh, many thanks once again to Luke Fox from Sportsnet and Sportsnet.ca for hopping on. My oh my, what a great time to cover this Toronto Maple Leafs team. Don't get me wrong. It's just as fun when they're they're playing like absolute dog shit and you can pick them apart. But you got to give them their flowers. Mitch Marner's been epic. He's been fantastic. Austin Matthews is starting to cook. The secondary pieces have been fantastic. The goaltending's been great. Toronto is 13-1-4. Since the beginning of November, way back when, that California road trip really seems to have kicked them in the ass a bit. And they've really, really woken up in the last month and a half or so. It's been excellent to see. And uh, it'll be fascinating to see what happens this week. And Nazem Kadri, another return to Scotiabank Arena. It's always a fantastic storyline to monitor. And it's also a back-to-back -back for Calgary. I'm very, very intrigued. Uh, I'm not sure many of you out there have been checking in on Calgary, but they've been having some issues in between the pipes. Dan Bladar. Their backup has pretty much taken the number one job. I'm curious to see who starts in between the pipes. Is it him 
or is it Jacob Markstrom? And uh, we'll find out coming out coming up on Saturday. Um, should mention as well. Make sure to stay tuned for Monday's show. Rosie will be back in the mix. A lot's planned uh, for next week's schedule. Of course, the Leafs looking to stay hot here. So. Uh, Thanks to everybody involved. Thanks to Luke Fox. Remember to subscribe, like, leave us a review, and uh, I'll bid you farewell for another week of Leafs Morning Take. Take care.